all. Now, so open theme, I was like, babe, Pastor Tim, what are you going to preach about? And he's like, well, I'm just going to go with what I love. Healing, miracles, power of God. So church, strap yourselves in, get ready. Can we stand and welcome Pastor Tim this morning as he brings the word? Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Why don't we give our God a hand? Come on, let's praise Him. Thank you, God. Thank you for your presence in this house. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Well, you can take your seat, and I'm just going to keep the band up for a little bit, if that's okay. Thank you, Ben. Why don't you give the, our worship team a big hand? They do an amazing job every single week. You know, they're here on, on uh, Tuesday nights. They're, they're practicing. They practice at, at night at home, and they, they just bring a great presence of God. And we're, we're so thankful for you guys. Thank you for what you bring to this house. Well, I'm so excited, and uh, as uh, my beautiful wife, my beautiful, passionate wife, if I could just have a bit of that passion, I'd be, I'd be all good. But uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. I was lost in the moment. But uh, yes, as she mentioned, I love, I love the power of God. And, uh, you know, I, I, I live every day in the power of God. I want to be in His presence. And uh, when I was thinking, what should I speak on? I, you know, every day I kept hearing, this person's sick. This person's sick. This person's got this. This person's got this. And you know what? I'm sick of sick. And I, you know, I'm, I'm going to believe today that people are going to be healed. People are going to be set free in this place. You know, like, you know, there's people in the last two or three weeks that have been hit hard. You know, and I'm so glad some of them are in this place today. Gordon is sitting here in this place. He is a pillar. He, Gordon, you are a pillar. Pillar of this church and a pillar as a man. And Cheryl, they're both the pillars of the house. But Cheryl is healthy. And so is Gordon. And, uh, you know, I just love it. And, you know, last night I heard there was someone in hospital, yet they're here today. And, you know, God is a big God. God loves us so much. You know, Tuesday night at our prayer meeting, we prayed against sickness. And for those that were here, we just went for it. We were just like, nah, we've had enough. We've had enough of people being sick. And we went for it. I believe there was a breakthrough in this house. I believe that that you could sense a breakthrough. And that is for us. That is for you today. You know, it's very interesting that it's all around our, our vision builders where we stretch, where we, where we stretch to give. And you know, in this time, we take a lot of ground. We take a lot of ground in this city and we're going to take a lot of ground in this, this nation. We're going to take a lot of ground in this world. Where thousands, if not millions, will hear about the good news of Jesus. And we will make a difference. You know, but there's a person who does not, there's a, there's a spirit, an enemy, who does not want that to happen. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6, 10 to 12, and it's talking about the whole armour of God. A final word, be strong with the Lord's mighty power. Put on all of God's armour so that you will be able to stand firm and against all strategies and tricks of the devil. For we are not fighting against people made of against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against those mighty powers of darkness who rule this world, and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms. If we jump to eighteen, pray at all times and on every occasion in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So our fight is bigger fight than just this physical fight that we might feel. Our, our fight, like I just read, is a spiritual fight. It's a spiritual fight. You know, the good news is whenever there is a setback, opposition, or a spiritual fight of some kind, it always comes with a breakthrough. Always comes with an outpouring of the Holy Spirit on God's people when we push through, when we pray and we push and we fight that good fight. Acts 4, 2 to 4. I'm going to be jumping around a bit of Scripture. I love the Bible. And uh, when I gave my, my Scriptures, the, the Matt at the back, he's on the screens. He's, he's like, whoa, whoa, there's a lot of Scripture. But I just love preaching out of the Word of God. And I love next week that Katie, Pastor Katie, you should see her Bible. It is like I've got notes and highlights, but her Bible, she needs another Bible so she can read the Bible because there's so many notes in her Bible. And I love that. She's, such, she's so passionate about the Word. And you know, this story in Acts 4, it talks about Peter and John, some apostles of Jesus. And they were in the towns and they were preaching and teaching about Jesus. And they were, they were seeing some great things. And they prayed for, for a, a crippled man. And they prayed for him and saw him healed in Jesus' name. They, they prayed in Jesus' name. And you know, the counselors and the leading priests, they didn't like what was going on. They didn't like that there's this, these, these people who are, are you know, speaking in the name of Jesus and they're seeing great things and they're getting attention. They don't like that. You know, the council leaders, basically, in, in, if we read four, um, Acts 4, 2 to 4, it says, the council, they were very disturbed that Peter and John were claiming on the authority of Jesus that there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, jailed them until morning. But many, but many other people who heard their message believed it. So that the number of believers totaled about 5,000 men. And that didn't include the, the women and, and the children. And when I think about that, if there was 5,000 men say that they were 100% married, that's 10,000 people. Say they had three kids each. I'm sure they had more kids back then, more children. But for like time's sake, in, in our times, they had three children each. And uh, what does that make it? 15,000. 15,000, there could have been that many people. So you can imagine the attention these guys were getting with all these people. Just, they're just seeing the power of God and they just go, I'm just going to believe. I'm going to believe this. I, I'm, I'm going to believe in Jesus. You know, the council leaders basically said, you know, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do with this situation. And they basically said, you can't teach about Jesus. You can't, you can't preach about Jesus anymore. We don't want you doing that. You know, but Peter and John, they didn't give up. And they could have, they, they just couldn't contain the message that they had inside of them and the power of God that they carried. You know, if we go back to Acts 2, Acts 2, 41 to 43, it says, Those, those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church, about 3,000 in all. They joined with the other believers and devoted themselves to the apostles, teaching and fellowship, sharing in the Lord's Supper and in prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miracles, signs and wonders. They were so passionate about Jesus. 
They were so, they just couldn't contain it. They had to tell what was going on. They had this power. They believed. They knew that they had this power inside of them. And they just had to go out. And, you know, in those times where, where they, you know, went against uh, those leaders, you know, they were risking their lives. They were risking their lives. In that culture, basically, if you didn't obey the leaders of that time, you could be put to death. But they, they just believed. They were like, nah, we're going for it. We believe in a God that's bigger. We believe in a God that's powerful. We believe that God can heal. There's miraculous power over these people. Peter and John were bold. They were bold. In Acts, go back to Acts 4, 19. Actually, in 18 it says, So they called the apostles back in and told them, Never again to speak or teach about Jesus. That was their answer. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than Him? We cannot stop telling about the wonderful things we have seen and heard. You know, the council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they did not know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone, everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. Can you imagine the crowds? They saw this man every single day as they walk into the prayer meeting or whatever they were doing. They saw this man, yet he was completely healed. You know, he says he jumped up, he was praising God, he was running around, he was going crazy. Oh, why wouldn't you? I would. You know, jump to uh, verse 24. Then all the believers were united as they lifted their voices in prayer. You know, there is power in our prayer. There is power when we praise. The enemy doesn't know what to do. The enemy becomes confused. He becomes afraid. He becomes powerless when we praise. You know, and here is the breakthrough. Acts 4.29. And now, O Lord, hear their threats. They, they just, they had threats coming from everywhere. Give your servants great boldness in their preaching. Send your healing power. May Miraculous sign and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After, listen to this. I absolutely love this bit. After this prayer, the building where they were meeting shook and they were all filled. They were all filled with the, with the Holy Spirit. And they preached God's message with boldness. How good is that? Why don't we actually, why don't we give a praise to our God? I want to see this building shake. I want to see this building shake. You know, that's how we're going to reach this city is when we lift up our praises, is when we lift up the, our praises over this city, no matter our circumstance, no matter what we think we can see, but we lift up our praises, we're going to see breakthrough in this city. Do you believe me? Are you with me? Good. We're going to see it. We're going to see it. You know, we're going to see every single week God's power evident in this service. We're going to see people healed. We're going to see people set free. We're going to see chains and bondages that the enemy has got over people. You know, we're going to see that broken over people's lives because we praise a God who's bigger than that circumstance. We praise a God who has won, who's won the victory. I want to see God's power at work in all of us. I believe we are all empowered. We're all empowered to do and see 
great things in God. And you know, there will be a boldness upon us. There will be a spirit of boldness upon us. We will just be so confident in our God. And so confident like Peter and John. They were like, nah, I'm going for it. I am bold. I believe that people are going to be healed. I, I believe that there's a boldness on every single one that's here today. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, 19 to 20. Oh, I'll go back again. I want you to realize what a rich and glorious inheritance He has given to His people. This is God. I pray that you will begin to understand the incredible greatness of His power for us who believe in Him. This is, this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in the place of honour of God's right hand in the heavenly realms. The same mighty power. I can't comprehend that. You know, when I look, Jesus died for us. Jesus died on that cross. And He went into that tomb and there was a massive rock in front of that tomb. There's no way He was going to get out. Yet He did. Three days later, He rose up. He rose up by the mighty power of God. That same power lives in us. How cool is that? The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. That means we can see great things. I'm going to believe we're going to see great things. Jesus was the ultimate example of using that power. Everywhere He went, people were healed. Everyone He prayed over, they were healed. It didn't matter if he was walking to the temple or he was at the temple and he'd get interrupted by people coming from the roof or as he was walking the temple, he's like, Jesus, Jesus, heal me. You know, he was not like, no, sorry, mate, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm off to the temple. What, meet me there. He was like, what do you need? And he's like, I've got this, I've got that. Well, your faith, you're healed in Jesus' name. Speaking about himself, you're healed. And... I love it. He was always compassionate. He always had compassion about people. He always loved people. And you know, even when that paralyzed man was brought down from the roof, he was like, he wasn't like, security, get those guys out. So how dare you disrupt my meeting? But he was like, what is going on here? And they had so much faith that they thought, if we can bring our friend into the presence of God, he is going to be healed. So they did, and he was healed. He got up, got his mat, and he walked out. How cool is that? You know, the Bible says we will do more than he did. And that encourages me. When I look at what Jesus did, I'm just like, and then you say you can do more? Well, what's that about? John 14. John 14, 12 to 14. The truth is, Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it because the work of the Son brings glory to the Father. Yes, ask anything in my name and I will do it. I love that. I love that. He, he gives us, He empowers us and believes in us that we're going to do more. And I just want to I haven't finished my message, but I just want to change it up. And that's why I've kept the band up for a little bit. 
And right now, I just want to, we're just going to go into a praise song. We're going to go and we're just going to praise Jesus. Everyone can maybe stand in this, in this place. And we're going to just praise Jesus. And I believe if you're sick in this place, I want you to come forward and we're going to pray and believe that you're going to be healed today, whatever that might be. Maybe you've had something for some time or maybe something's come up this week. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to believe together as a church that you're going to be healed in Jesus' name. So as we sing, why don't you come forward? Why don't you come forward as we praise Jesus? Thank you, team. No death you've been defeated. No sin you've lost a race. And our Savior's name is Jesus. His blood has made a way. And our death it was forever. And our price we could not pay. And our Savior's name is Jesus. And His blood has made a come disciples, oh God, they, they, they moved in your power, oh God, power in your name. Jesus, thank you for healing in this place, oh God, healing over every single body that's sick in this place. And I actually just believe, just that I want to pray for anyone who's got back issues. I know there's been a lot of back issues, back issues in the last couple of weeks. Erna, who is up there doing an amazing job, praise God, her back healed and there's still healing happening. If you have back issues, why don't you come forward? You might be already here. If you have back issues, why don't you just raise your hands? Thank you, God. We're going to believe for healing. Believe for healing. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for this mighty one. Lord, I pray over her back right now. Strengthen that back. Lord, I thank you for healing in her back, oh God. Lord, I thank you that she stepped out in faith. And as a church, we're going to believe. We're going to believe together that her back is healed in Jesus' name. Thank you that you, you went to the cross and you died for our sins. 
and you died for sickness. And I just pray over her back right now. Father, strengthen that muscle. Strengthen any bone or anything that's out of place, oh God. Anything that's caused pain, I pray for healing in Jesus' name. Healing over her body right now. Healing in her body. Oh, thank you, God. Was there, was there something? Sorry, what, what was your name? Francine, nice to meet you. My name's Tim. Was there something that you couldn't do before or that was obvious? Yep. So good. So, uh, all right, to share. Uh, so basically, she had uh, back surgery. I didn't know that. But um, as I prayed, she said she felt God over her and, and the muscles strengthened. And uh, I believe there's healing over your body. Awesome. I believe. Is there, is there something that you couldn't do before that maybe you can try and do? It's a nerve. Okay. So you can't really tell straight away. If you want, try. See how you feel. That feels good, apparently. Wow, she touched her toes. I can't even do that. Oh, well done. Thank you, Jesus. Give, a, give our God a hand. Now, I believe every morning, thank you, God, that I am healed. Thank you to my back. No more issues, no more pain. Jesus' name. Awesome. Proud of you. Well done. Back problems. Any other back problems? Back problems. There's something you can't do at the moment that you're restricted. I have a pain in my back here. Every time I stretch, my mother's pulls me. Now, okay. oh, he's going to do push-ups now. Ah, are you already healed? Wow. He's got back problems. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing in this man's body. You know, it's not me. It's not my prayers. It's God. It's in His name. It's His word. He declares healing. Marie, back problems? Something you can't do? Let, holding this, yep. Let's believe for complete healing. Lord, I thank you for this mighty woman. Lord, I just pray, Father, for healing in the back right now. Lord, those those discs, oh God, Lord, that they won't be they won't be affected, there won't be any problems in those discs anymore. Lord, I thank you for healing in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that this pain will go. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are healing her right now. You're healing oil all over right now, Jesus. Right now, oh God. Heal her back. Lord, I thank you that she will not feel that pain. Thank you, Father, that in Jesus' name it's gone. Her pain is gone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Could you feel anything before? Like did you like did you feel pain or was it? It's hard to tell, yeah. Overnight. Believing tonight. You're going to have the best sleep ever. You're going to wake up and you'll know that you were healed. In Jesus' name. Well done. Awesome. Wow. God is good. God is good. I love God so much. <laughs> you know, I can just sense His presence in this place. Sense His presence. 
Anyone else? I'm just going to pray just a general prayer. If you need healing in your body, why don't you just raise your hand right now? Don't have to come to the front. That's cool. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for your presence. Every single hand lifted in this place, oh God. Lord, I thank you, Father, for healing in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that you said that you, we will see people healed. And I thank you for your presence in this place. All these hands raised, oh God. I pray for healing in Jesus' name. Healing in their bodies, oh God. Lord, there might be emotional healing. I thank you that nothing is too big for you, oh God. I thank you for healing in every single body in Jesus' name. Healing, 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 oh God. Healing, oh God. Jesus, Jesus. Let's pray. Uh, it's all right to share that. Yeah, just for uh, her. So what's your friend? Is that okay? In one. In one. You say it better than me. Uh, had an accident last night. Six ribs broken in hospital. Uh, I'm believing that he, is he a believer? She, sorry, he, he, yeah, he's a believer. Let's believe for, for healing in that, in that body. You know, we can stand for our friends as well. You know, it doesn't always have to be about us. Like there's a, there's a story in the Bible where, you know, they prayed over someone who wasn't even in that space and that person got healed. Lord, we lift up this, this man, oh God. Lord, we stand for him. Lord, we pray, Father, that he'll be healed, oh God. There will be no damage, Father, Lord, that that report from the doctor will be different, oh God. Lord, that there won't be any broken ribs, oh God. Lord, we just pray for full healing in that body. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, I thank you, Father. You love your people, O oh God. You love your people. And where the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy, O oh God. Lord, you bring life. You bring life into that man's body. Lord, I thank you that he is healed. We're going to even see him in this place and then share his testimony, O oh God. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow. Yeah, why don't we give our God a hand? So good. So good. Now we can take our seats and thank you, Ben. You can, you can either sit down if you want to or you can stay up, whatever you're comfortable with. I love to change it up, so you guys can sit down. That's cool. I'll be, I won't be too much longer. Wow, how good is God? He's so good. He's so good. And alive. I love that, you know, we worship a God that's alive. You know, this is not, we're not about, we're not, we're not about a religion that, you know, worshipping something that may not be alive. But we worship a God that is alive and that loves us so much. You right, Gordon? What a champion. Legend. Thank you, Jesus, for healing in this man. Thank you, God. No more complications in this body. Lord, I pray, completely healed in Jesus' name. Lord, where the enemy has tried to wipe this man out, oh God, I thank you, Father, that there's life. Life in this body. You can go and rest and sit on your chair. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We believe completely healed. God is doing something right now. Surgery in your body that no other surgeon can do. Come on. Thank you, God. You're healing oil all over him. I'm just testing Oscar's muscles. Healing oil. Healing oil. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Ah. 
you know, well, I believe we're going to see more of this every week. You know, it might not look like this, but I believe that God's power is working through us and in us. And he wants to work through us. He wants people healed. You know, there's a story in the Bible where, you know, someone is sick and basically he's just showing off to see them healed. I love that. I love God and his, his humour. You know, like Peter and John, this is not so we can contain it to ourselves. We will see God move. And that will be our testimony. You know, we will see God move in this place. And we're going to reach thousands of other people. Like, like that story, 3,000 people just came to know Him in that one day. And then another 5,000 because of the power of God was evident in that place. People will come into relationship with Him. And His name will be glorified in this city. You know, Acts 1. Acts 1. Verse 8. Acts 1 verse 8 says, But when the Holy Spirit has come, has come upon you, you will receive power and will tell people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You know, this is to the apostles and I believe that they reached, they reached Jerusalem. They reached out to Judea and their breakthrough was Samaria. They, they, they reached to Samaria. But I don't believe that they, they reached the ends of the earth. You know, those apostles probably didn't come to Australia. You know, I didn't even know if people lived here back then. But they didn't, I don't know if they, it doesn't say anything. You know, I'm just guessing. They, they didn't come to Australia. But that word, and to the ends of the earth, that word is for us. That we are fulfilling God's word that He spoke years ago. We're fulfilling that word today. That we will reach the ends of the earth. We will reach the people of Australia. I love that. That His word, His promise stands. He, what, whatever He says will be fulfilled. You know, I was reminded the other day, I was driving home from the airport and all of a sudden, just bucketed down with rain. Just just like it looked like it was sunny and it just bucketed down with rain. And I looked in my revision mirror and I saw this beautiful rainbow, like just awesome rainbow. And, you know, I was reminded, you know, God, that's God's promise. He said when He flooded the earth and, you know, like eight or so people survived, He said, I will never flood the earth again. That was His promise. Yes, we've seen some crazy floods and some terrible things, but He hasn't flooded the earth. And when, when we feel like, well, the earth is being flooded, the rainbow comes up, and that's His promise. When God speaks, His word and promises are fulfilled. You know, if we jump back to, you know, I've almost read the whole of Acts. You don't need to read it anymore. Acts 1, verse 4. In one of these meetings, as He was eating a meal, like Jesus did, but this is after He died, He come back because He just couldn't get away. He comes back and he's eating a meal. He told them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you what he promised. Remember, I have told you about this before. You know, sometimes God promises something, but maybe it's, it doesn't come immediate. But if he's promised you something, let's stand on that word. Let's stand there. They had to wait 
You know, He promised the Holy Spirit would come. But they had to wait. They had to wait until He had left. And they had to just trust in God. Even when He was gone, they had to trust in Him that the Holy Spirit would come. And that's later, that's when we hear what I just talked about, the power of God in their lives. They trusted in God. Luke 10, 2. Guys doing all right? Luke 10, 2. 2. Looks like Frankie's already been here and does her highlighting and underlining word. Thank you, Frankie, for reading the Word of God. Luke 10, 2. These are his instructions to them. The harvest is so great, but the workers are so few. Pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask Him to send out more workers for His fields. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. I love it that Jesus doesn't say pray for the harvest or pray for the people, which we do anyway because we love people. But He says pray for the workers. And that's what we pray for. Every Tuesday, I think we pray over that. And we pray for people like you to come into this place, to plant yourselves here, to be passionate about God. And who, for all kinds of people, for musicians, for people who are great looking after the kids, our, our amazing kids team and our, our youth team and whatever area, we're praying you in. We're praying for the workers because God has given us the harvest. He's given us the harvest, but He's using us. He wants, he wants to use us to reach to that to those people, to reach to the city of Penrith, to reach to the city of Sydney. Because God is always about relationship. God could do anything. He could just bring everything back to Him just like that. But He wants us. He wants to use us. He wants to empower us to go out, to build relationship with people out there, to build relationship. Because that's what the core of he, who He is, is about relationship. And I just feel so honoured that He will use us that we he use us and trust us to reach his people. I love that so much. You know, but at the end of the verse, this is a part which I wish that they left out. 10, 10 2. Where am I? 10 2. Anyway, it says, I can't remember where I'm at. What's the next verse after that? Sorry, you wouldn't have that. Anyway, it's okay. He says, but I am sending you as lambs into the wolves. And I just like, no, I don't want any wolves. I don't want wolves. But you know what? This is not easy. This is, a, like I said before, this is a spiritual fight. And this is not meant to be easy. And I don't, I'm not declaring that over us, but God says that there's people out there who are wolves. I'm not, not the people like, you know, the, the spiritual world. They're, they're, they're like wolves. But he's like, he's like preparing us. He's preparing us. He said, you know what? Go. You've, you've got this harvest, but be ready. Be ready. And you know what? That's why we need to pray. That's why we pray, whether corporately or as individuals. That is our heart, that every day that we will all get a revelation and then we will spend time praying and reading the Word of God in our own time and corporately. Jesus, He always found time to pray to His Father, to our Father, Heavenly Father. The disciples, they prayed constantly together. You know, there is power and unity 
when we pray together. You know, that is why, and I believe, that is why Tuesday night prayer meetings in this place, 7 p.m., fortnightly, plug. That is why that night is one of the hardest nights to get to. And you might think, why is that? Well, I believe that we come and we fight. We don't just come and thank you, God, for our food, bless us, and we're out. We fight. We fight for you. We fight for this city. There's an enemy who does not want us. Satan, he does not want us to be fighting. He does not want us to win, even though we've already won. He doesn't want us to win this battle. He's against us. He'll do whatever he can. Sometimes that could be a good thing. We're too busy or we're too tired. You know, they're not bad things, but he will use anything to stop you from getting here and praying for our city and praying for, for hope over people who are, you know, who are bound and in chains or whatever. He doesn't want freedom in this city. Or we do. So we're going to keep praying. So I'd love to see you on Tuesday night. It would be awesome. We're praying over souls. We're praying over their you know, eternity for people. Praying people's lives where the enemy may have strongholds and people bound in chains. You know, I don't want to bring fear to this place, but we need to bring truth and bring hope to people. So, of course, the enemy doesn't want us here. You know, even Jesus' disciples, Jesus would say, pray, pray with me, pray. He'd come back and they're sleeping. Next time, he's like, just pray for me. Just spend one hour praying. Comes back fast asleep. It's like, it was tough. It was tough for them to pray. And that would have been the biggest spiritual battle in history. They were... They were praying for something big. And Jesus knew that. But he was like, come on, let's pray. He understood the power of prayer. Prayer is hard. But prayer unites us. Prayer brings power. Prayer brings breakthrough. Prayer is an answer to building his church. Luke, my final verse. Well, actually, I've got one after that. But Luke 11. Luke 11. 9 to 11. And so I tell you, keep on asking and you'll be given what you ask for. Keep on looking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And the door is open to everyone who knocks. I love that. Love that. Keep on asking. Be persistent with Him. Be persistent with Him. Knock, 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 knock. Until you hear, until God answers. He wants us to be persistent. He wants us to keep going. Don't stop. You know, maybe we can just all stand. And, you know, I just, you might have heard this message and, and uh, maybe you feel like you, you don't have that relationship with Jesus. And, you know, Jesus is, He loves you so much. And that's why He came to this earth and died for us because He loved us. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. You know, Jesus had everything, everything. Yet He came to this earth, became a man. And, and you know, the, the struggles of what it is to live on this earth. Yet He broke through all that. And, but yet He died for all of us. And there's a verse in, in Romans 3. 22. It says, you know, we are made, salvation is for everyone. We are made right in God's sight when we trust in Jesus Christ to take away our sins. And we all, 
Everyone say, all. We all can be saved in the same way, no matter who we are or what we have done. How good is that? How many times does you know, there's this voice in your head and says, but you did this or you are this. How many times has that voice come into our head? But no matter who we are or what we have done, all can be saved. All can be saved. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence in this house. Thank you that you love us so much. Oh, God. You know, and so, you know, we once lived. We once lived away from God. We once lived not obeying Him in in sin or doing wrong. But God is so rich in mercy and He loved us so very much. And so God can always point to us as examples of the incredible wealth of His favour and kindness towards us as shown in all He He has done for us through Christ Jesus. God saved you by His special favour when you believe. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpieces. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. You know, we can't do anything for our salvation except for belief. Except, I, I, this is what I wrote about that verse. We don't do to receive. So we can't do anything. We don't do to receive but we receive to do. At the end of the verse, it says, Christ Jesus, so that we can do the good things. We don't get saved for ourselves. Yes, we do get saved for ourselves, but we get saved so we can bring that word to others. We we receive so we can do, so we can reach this city for Christ, so we can reach this world. And right now, with every eye closed, I don't know where your journey is. You know, I know a lot of you are in relationship with Jesus. But I want to give the opportunity, as we do every single week, if you're in this place and maybe you've never been in relationship with Jesus, never given your life to Jesus, or maybe once you were with Him, and for whatever reason, whatever circumstance, you've walked away and you want to come back to Him. You know, there's stories in the Bible where people who have been away from God And when they come back, it illustrates a father with his arms open wide and just hugs him and just throws a party for him. If that's you, you've never been in relationship with Jesus or you would like to come back right now, why don't you lift up your hand and we're going to pray a short prayer and we're going to believe. The Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe with your heart and you will be saved. If that's you right now, Why don't you lift your hand? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yes, yes. Anyone else? You've been been away from Jesus or you you want to come to Jesus. Why don't you raise your hand? Well, let's pray this as a church for those who've responded. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You came to this earth. You died on that cross for my wrong and you rose again so we can be alive in you. Thank you for your forgiveness. We turn from our ways 
and we turn from you. We confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that you are Lord and will follow you from this day on. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't we give people a respond with a hand? Thank you guys. Love you so much. Thank you, Jesus.